joining us now to talk about crime in New York is someone who was also, by the way, up recently in Buffalo visiting with families there, Joe Pinion. He is the GOP candidate for U.S. Senate for New York. And uh, Joe, great to have you here on the show. Rita, always good to join you, certainly not under these circumstances, but unfortunately these circumstances are happening more and more in our great city, this great state, and this once proud nation. Yeah, and it's so, like, emblematic, sadly, of what's been happening across the country. This latest case um, with the shooter, and right now they have a suspect, they're looking for him, they have some surveillance video, thank goodness, because remember on that other shooting, the cameras weren't working, and it looks like the person they're looking for has 19 prior arrests, Joe. Um, I know that crime is a big issue in your campaign. Talk about this. Well, look, I mean, this is the lunacy that has been unleashed on society. Uh, when we saw last year, 12 major cities hit all-time highs for homicide, and Chuck Schumer and our president did nothing. Uh, now we have a new mayor who was supposed to change the tone of this city from day one, and yet he has found no help in Albany to actually alter uh, these bail laws that make no sense, allowing violent criminals to run roughshod over society. Uh, and we have had no remediation uh, here to make sure that judges have the ability to make sure that people like this person of interest uh, with pending gun charges are not roaming the streets to use guns and kill people. And so now we have a city that has been crippled by fear. Uh, When you are a person who works at Deloitte and finds yourself shoved in front of a subway car, and now a person who finds themselves working at Goldman Sachs and finds themselves shot dead inside the subway car, these are the types of situations that prevent people from feeling safe in their own city, that have pick up stakes and leave town. And you think it can't happen in New York City. But just imagine what happens when when Bank of America decides they're going to leave for Palm Beach because they can't find the quality workers to recruit. When you have somebody at Chase Bank saying they're going to pick up stakes and leave. You think we've got staffing problems here? You think we have economic problems here? You haven't seen economic pain. Like when the businesses that power this city and this state leave town because the people that run this town and run this nation will refuse to continue to support uh, for the people who are crying out for justice, crying out for safety and security. And by the way, Joe, um, also the mayor is going to be doing this emergency meeting with New York City business leaders, and a 100 of them are supposed to be on the call. It's supposed to happen later this week, and it includes also um, the shooting victim, Daniel Enriquez's boss, um, the Goldman Sachs CEO, uh, David Solomon, involved in the call because, you know, like you just said, it's like happening to be on. This was on a Sunday. He was going to brunch midday. Um, Do you think... Business leaders can have an impact on this. And are Republicans also missing the mark by focusing so much on just guns, 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 as opposed to this repeat offender? There's, I mean, to me, there's a lot of issues here. I don't want somebody like this having a gun when they're clearly unstable. Um, but I also don't like the fact that he had 19 priors. Well, look, I mean, it, it, just break this down a piece by piece. Uh, irrational violence, uh, it comes to visit all of us. 
uh, irrespective of your race, color, creed, or station in life, when the people that have been entrusted with the safety and security of the American people decide to stick their head in the sand and say asinine phrases like, we need more data. Uh, we need to understand what that phrase actually means. When people say more data, uh, the points on the piece of paper are not just uh, random zeros on a spreadsheet. They represent real pain, real suffering, real death. Every piece of data that they are asking for is another person who's been killed, another person who has been shot, another family that's going to have to bury someone far before their time. And so we just need to make sure that in this moment, to your point, it's not about the guns. It is about a sickness of violence that has been unleashed like a plague on our society uh, because we have passed laws that make the people feel good, but in many ways have on most individuals to feel terrified in their day-to-day existence. So how can you turn this around? I know you're running for U.S. Senate, Joe. Well, I think first and foremost, uh, you have to recognize the power of the office for which you seek. Uh, I'd be irresponsible to sit here and say that somehow uh, we are going to have a wall-to-wall impact on New York City as a United States But the Senate is supposed to be the most deliberative body on the planet. And with that responsibility comes a great opportunity, most specifically in the influence that comes from the power of the purse. Uh, We have federal dollars that are allocated for policing. Uh, We most assuredly can make sure uh, that if they are going to have uh, departments uh, like New York City, like departments all across this country that allow the three most dangerous words ever uttered in modern politics to unleash a plague of violence all across this nation, defund the police. We can say concretely, if you want to defund the police, you better have a compelling data-driven reason to do so, because otherwise the money that you need for your schools, the money you need for the defunding to do whatever pet project you want to do, the money you need for whatever uh, greenery you want to actually fund, all of those monies can be held up if we actually decide that as a nation, we are going to put the safety and security of the American people first. That is something that we can do. Stop allowing uh, the government to be used as uh, a lab uh, for people to experiment on their utopian society on paper while the rest of us are trapped in a real live nightmare. I want to ask you, too, you came, I saw that you were up in Buffalo Um, Not that long ago. Um, Talk about what you said to the folks there, because that was so tragic what's been going on. And also the mixed um, the missed messages. I mean, enormous missed messages in that case, Joe Pinion. I mean, the fact that this guy was able to get a gun when he had already been checked out for his mental health um, not that long before for talking about shooting up his school. I mean, this is just crazy. And the fact that also. you know, there were the rantings, all these things, and then he goes on his social media page. There's just so many things that are so horrible about this case. What did you say to the folks up there? Uh, we have to stop allowing our pain to be uh, to be used. Uh, to keep us prisoner. We have to stop allowing people to show up with a boogeyman uh, to stoke our ire and also distract from the real issues. To your point, uh, this was a failure of government. Uh, By all accounts, there was plenty of evidence that was available and plenty of things that should have happened that would have prevented him from having the gun that allowed him to execute this crime in the first place. But I think if you get down to the core of it, right, what we all seen as this heinous display, what I've called uh, the old stain on the human spirit, uh, racism, hatred, unabashedly on display, uh, where we have people who now go victim shopping, whether we're talking about Buffalo, 
York or whether we're talking about uh, down in El Paso, Texas, where that particular mass shooter went looking for brown victims at a Walmart. Uh, we have to recognize that we still have not uh, cured the, what ails the human heart and the human condition. But we also have to realize that there are politicians uh, who want to point at Tucker Carlson and Fox News, who want to say that they're going to form a blue ribbon commission to stop hate, like Governor Hochul did, as if she didn't even recognize that there was already a blue ribbon commission to stop hate that hadn't even met a single day, because that's what they do. Uh, they try to say that they can't while actually giving lip service that doesn't actually keep you safe or actually do anything that's going to advance the issue. So I think, again, what I told the people of Buffalo was what I tell people all across this state. We're not going to allow fear to keep your ambitions and your passions hostage anymore. We are not going to tell black people across this state they don't get to talk about the poverty uh, because there is a white supremacist looming around the corner that they to have their day and talk about the fact uh, that three out of five black children in the Bronx live in poverty uh, because they want to have us convinced that somehow Tucker Carlson is responsible for all of our pain and suffering. This is the year that we get to tell people we're going to build a world that works for all of us, whether you're left of Bernie Sanders, whether you're right of Donald Trump. This is the year where the American people finally say enough is enough. We are going to break our covenant with death. We are going to break our, our entrenched tribalism, and we are going to embrace a new uncommon coalition that gets us to the more perfect union we have already sought. Well, and listen, easing the crime and bringing people together, uh, that, that is a really powerful and important message. Um, Joe, uh, two seconds left. How can people find out? I know that you are running for U.S. Senate um, against Chuck Schumer. Real quick, how can people find out to help? You can go to JoePinion.com. They can find us online. But um, as people say, uh, again, uh, Bill Clinton said it best, there's nothing uh, wrong with America that cannot be fixed by what is right with America. It's time for us to answer the call. There is no Calvary coming. We are the Calvary, and together we're going to fix this state. We're going to save this nation. We're going to make sure that we have an America that works for every single one of us again. And that is a very, very important message. I wish you so much luck, Joe. Great to have you here on the show. Always great to be with you. Thanks so much. God bless. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.